You're tuned in to another episode of Shawana Speaks, where we receive motivation, inspiration, and elevation by me, Shawana. Thank you for tuning in, and let's get started with this week's episode right now. You. Hello, Justin. How are you? Hey, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on to Shawana Speaks and being a part of this podcast. You're actually um, my first guest, and so I'm excited. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate you for having me, like, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, I love what you're doing. So I had to bring you on. Okay. And let the people know what it is that you're doing, because it's so dope. Um, you're detailing, you want to work with children. You know, we've had a conversation, but yeah. um, I think that it's so important to get it out there to the public and let people know what's available, especially coming out of the great big city of Charleston. Right. Um, so I'm going to let you tell people, tell the people who you are and what it is that you do um, on both I sides. Bet. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. So what's up, y'all? My name is Justin Drayton. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I am the CEO of Detail Diamonds. We are a mobile detailing company. Uh, We service the Charleston area, actually, uh, surrounding areas as well. So if you're like Somerville, North Charleston, Ladson, Mount Pleasant, we got you. Um, Yeah, for the most part, that's what I do. Um, My business is pretty much my passion. I have other passions, but Right now, we're just moving on a direction of really just trying to grow. Um, We've been in business for about five years now, and we're really starting to, I guess you could say, get in tune with, like, you know, everything that just being a business owner and having a business has to offer. So right about now, we're just really fine-tuning and, yeah, just cranking up for the new year. Okay. So, Justin, you say you've been in business for five years, so if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I am 28. Okay, you're 28, 20, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. made you start a detailing business at 23? All right, so how it went. All right, let's, let me give you the story. Okay, so how it really went was I was, I guess you could say, I wouldn't say I was forced into it, but it, it must have happened naturally. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I was at a job I didn't really care for, um, I'm going to leave the job nameless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I was at the job. I didn't really care for it too much. And, um, you know, it's like, I think, I think a part of me was starting because I was there and I think I had like a scarcity mindset going on. Mm-hmm. I think a part of me was starting to really see like a career in what I was doing, even though I didn't like it. So with that thought process going on, um, I actually had an accident at work, um, I got injured at work and it resulted to me being out for probably like, I would say about a month and a half. And I actually had to have surgery and all that good stuff. But when I, uh, when I came back, well, not even when I came back uh, a little before then, um, something that stuck out to me about that job. I mean, it, it might stand out to some people, but it just stood out to me was like, I'm a reader. Right. So I really like to read books. So I think one day I was, uh, I was on my break and, one of the supervisors, so he always seen me reading, like, he's, he would say I read at inappropriate times, but, I mean, it really wasn't inappropriate. I don't really know the deal with it, but long story short, I got suspended one time, and, like, I got suspended for the reason of reading, like, Ooh. I guess it was, like, 
two to three minutes before break, but I'm not going to lie. He said something about it before. Like, when we got slow, I would pull out my book, like, you know? So he yeah. said something about it before. So, you know, he, he gave me the disciplines. So I got, like, suspended for, like, two weeks. So, like, in that two-week span, like, I don't know if it was just, like, that intuition talking to me or what, but, like, I really just wanted to get something going. And, like, that two weeks I wasn't working, I had a whole lot of free time. So that's really when my brain started rolling on, like, you know, I could make, I could, I could be out here making money, like, doing something I actually love. And like I uh, stated before, since I uh, just got a car, I really like cleaning my car. So yeah. I just dived into it like that. I had my brother make me a logo, um, Snatchy. That's our mascot that we attached to our brand. Mm-hmm. I had him uh, make our first edition of him, had the detail diamonds pushing. And after that, I really just started going. My details were much lower back then. Like it was right. much, much lower, but I definitely like appreciate everybody who was shopping back then. Oh yeah. To this point, yeah, we still growing and we still doing our thing. Oh, that price going up now. Man, that price <laughs> that price ain't the same no more. That's all we can say. But with respect though, we got we got better with the craft. We know what we doing now. Exactly. Like, like, yeah, we, we really was that, like that. Was that Pat Joe? Pat Joe said yesterday's price is not today's yes, price. Yes, yesterday's <laughs> price is not today's price. Like, yes, exactly. I, that's right. I know that is right. When yeah. you start get growing and you start knowing more, like, yes, put that price, make that price go up. You just got, you got to know your value at the end of the day. Yes. What you want to yes. do is like, you want to attract the people who see your value. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I give this example a lot, like, like there's there's Walmart shoes and there's Nike shoes and there's Gucci shoes. All shoes, they all do the same thing, but like they are targeting different audiences. You get what I'm saying? So once you peep that, you go where your value is set and you will find clientele that wants the same value that you know that you can bring to them. And that's just what you do. Like you yeah. don't have to play in a certain uh ballpark if you don't want to. Just exactly. get your skills up, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. So what made you, like, the books that you were reading, was it on detailing or was it on different things? Because what made you realize, like, this is my target audience. This is this is what I need to know. Like, how did you start getting the knowledge that you needed in order to make your business pop the way it does now? Um. Well, I think, okay, so, like, the books that I generally read, I, I generally read, generally read, like, like uh books that I have to do on like mindfulness and like that's really like my major but when it comes down to learning how to detail um I would say first it came from I had a big homie he really put me on shout out to Chip by the way but he really he really put me on like with like teaching me like the ins and outs of like I would say like the basic level of cleaning cars so Mm -hmm. I already had like the just of it and once uh when I went out there like to start that was really what I knew and, like, just over time, like, I tuned into YouTube. YouTube was my best friend. YouTube's still my best Right. right. Tuned into YouTube, like, just started to learn different things. And I started to uh, notice people had seats that were uh, real dirty and things like that. So I knew that was the next thing I had to learn. And just over over time, just, like, trial and error, like, learning how to deal right. with customers, learning how mm-hmm. to have employees, like, all that. Just marketing. It's just, it just, it's just something that, you know, I just had to get uncomfortable, you know, to make right. it happen. Let's yeah. talk about the comfort zones. Let's talk about the comfort Step zones. Out of those comfort zones, because you definitely just said something just now. Step yeah. out of your, you had to get uncomfortable. You, um, I, 
what I was listening to today is so crazy because I listened to something today and they were like, what we want a lot of things, but what are you willing, what pain are you willing to endure in order to get it? Exactly. And so being able to say, you know, you know that you had to step out of your comfort zone um, and acquire the knowledge that you need to. What made you or gave you that confidence to start talking to people that probably don't look like you or um, to be able to step out of your comfort zone and say, this is my lane and, and this is my wave and I'm going to create it. And not only am I going to create my wave, I'm going to ride that wave. Like what gave you that mindset to say, this is this is it. This is what I have to do. I got to get uncomfortable in order to be where I want to be. What made you step out of your comfort zone? Yeah, mm. I would say, honestly, I would say it has to deal with like a a real deep, like internal feeling of like <laughs> what I need to be doing in this life. You get what I'm saying? Like I meditate and I don't know if you meditate, but it's like there's a there's a feeling of like Zen and peace that <laughs> like comes with that. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like when I when I reach that uh that zenful point, it's like I really tap into that feeling and like what that feeling is really like a a feeling of like of like like no thinking. Like I'm not mm -hmm. thinking. It's like everything is coming to me, however, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I started to realize that like over time, like that's that's our intuition. And you know, our intuition is supposed to lead us like in the path that we're supposed to go. I always tell people this also like the see, I like animals. I like nature and things like mm -hmm. that. And, like my main reason why I do is because like animals and in uh and creatures in the wild like they run off like a hundred percent intuition you get what i'm saying like they don't they don't think and that's that's the problem and the blessing with being a human like yeah. we we can think and with thinking sometimes we think our way out of like you know accomplishing our goals like because yeah. with thinking like you know here comes fear here comes envy. Here comes all those negative traits that aren't natural to our natural zen. You get what I'm <laughs> saying? Because, like, lions and animals, they don't... I bet they get stressed, but it's not, like, on the same level as us. Like, they're day-to-day. -day, they're in the now. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's always the now. So, like, yeah. with me tapping into, like, the now, is like, I feel... Get the message from my intuition what to do. And I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes, like, it's uncomfortable you know what i'm saying so it's right like, i'm like damn like you want me to achieve this like i gotta achieve this because and i guess i'm talking to that feeling inside like that self and it's like yeah. when i feel that vibration getting harder it's like that's like my so it's like okay well i gotta i gotta follow that vibration and right me following that vibration it, it makes me uncomfortable like it like me doing this for instance like mm -hmm. right. i don't really I, I mean i've done like probably three or four podcasts but yeah two in like the present day yeah like i just snatchy is my passion and we'll talk about why later yeah but like i gotta do this you know what i'm saying exactly. this is very young this is very uncomfortable yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah but you gotta do things to grow like yeah you got to, to grow absolutely and even though you say this is uncomfortable for you i can definitely tell you like you're doing an amazing job <laughs> So continue, you know, one day. I absolutely love what you said about like just looking at nature. And I mean, you over here talking, I'm over here like, yes, preach. <laughs> <laughs> for real though, those facts, man. For real. It is facts. And it's so important, I think, for us to realize that, like you said, that you will never lead you wrong if you listen to you. 
And I think that we don't listen to ourselves enough. Exactly. Or when we do listen to our, well, let me say this. We listen to ourselves. We don't speak to ourselves enough. And we have to get to a point just like now, you're saying that this is uncomfortable for me, but instead of it, me listening to me, I'm still going forward with, I know my first mind told me I have to do, which is this, which is out. It doesn't always feel good to us. And I think if we talk to ourselves more than we listen to ourselves, we'd be further along. Um, and we'd actually be, I want to say happy because I don't want people to mistake happiness for su- uh, success for happiness, but we would be more content because we know that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But see, even with it, I feel like with it starting like with ourselves and talking to ourselves, we're going to have to break down what we say in ourselves. And we got to, mm-hmm. we got to, we got to speak positivity right. and we got to speak like abundance, like, yeah. Because that that's the natural zen of things. Like we're not we're we're not supposed to be scarce. So mm-hmm. it's like we need to think things that are bigger than us. And then with that, I feel like that will transform into our environment. And that's just how we grow for real. Exactly. I ooh, I truly believe and receive everything that you just said. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely important for us to speak highly to and of ourselves. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of business owners or people that are even aspiring to own businesses or do things and simply be themselves. So a lot of people don't even want to be business owners, but they struggle with being themselves and mastering that. Yeah. Um, so I have a I, I'm, I'm currently not studying Jay-Z, but I've been listening to him in the mornings. I try to like start my morning with motivation. Right. And I've been Dang. listening to a lot of Jay-Z quotes lately. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to ask you, as we're talking about resistance and challenges, um, what's one of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome? Because, and I'm just, I'm going to give you a background on why I asked this question. Um, Jay-Z said in one of his songs, I think, or, and, and I know in a lot of the things that I've been listening to, he's been saying that his biggest critic, I guess, was his uncle. His biggest doubter was his uncle that told him he'd never sell a million records. Yeah. And so he's like, I've sold a million records over a million times. And so my question to you is when it comes to family or support or friends or even just being in people bondage, what's the biggest challenge or um doubt doubters, I don't know, that you've had to overcome since starting your journey because you've been in business for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, I would say for the mo- well, I would say the one that like really I feel like is why I keep going. It really like ignited me. Is mm-hmm. that same job that I just told you about? Um, uh-huh. it was a it was a guy. We'll name we'll leave him nameless too. Okay, but, <laughs> but you know, all right. So he um, I I looked up to the way he he carried himself. You get what uh-huh. I'm saying? And he was like um, like the the head guy of our department, like of our groups. Yeah, he was like my leader. So like. We had good talk. He was a hustler and all that good stuff, X, Y, Z. You know, we just used to have good conversation. Um, he, he knew how to lead. And like I could tell that he knew what to do to get to where he needed to go. Like, yeah. if that was good or bad, like, I just knew that about him. Right. But I respected it because he was, like, always, like, on the up. So one day he told me, um, it's like, I started to transition in my detail in business while I was working at this job. So like okay. when I would get off, I probably would do like maybe one or two cars, you know, just 
because I it, I was really doing it part time at that time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people started to catch the wave that I was doing it. So like, I know one time he told me, and I just can never forget it. Like, he told me like he was like. He told me, don't look at it as a business. He was like, basically, like, I can't do it as a business. He was saying I should just, like, look at it as a side hustle. And I don't really know what that meant, but I don't know. That just didn't, like, sit well with me. Like, yeah, it was almost like he was telling me to, like, just lower myself. Like, 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 you probably can do the lower tier. If you're thinking about the bigger tier, like, chill out, bro. It's not going to happen for you right yeah something like that i don't know yeah. so like that always like resonates like and i really think that's like my that's like my primary thing that i need to overcome like him like mm. like yeah it's it's that right there you know what i'm saying like most people i don't really have i have most people around me like they support me like they support the vibe the grind yeah. stuff like that but I will have like people that might say some stuff out of anger and you know mm-hmm. it's just fuel, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that or understand that too. I think a lot of older people are kind of like stuck in their ways. And so they'll say stuff and you'll just be like, bruh, <laughs> like what am, yeah. what, what am what am I supposed to do with it? Um and so they try to I think I said this the other day, I forgot what I was doing, but some people have mistaken, I think a lot of our people, black people have mistaken um, being humble for struggle. Like, Right. Oh my gosh. I am so glad you said that. Yeah, like, like, seriously. Oh my God. Like, it's just so annoying. And then annoying is the, the, the not even the correct term, but um, it's really uh, disheartening, I guess, to see how you can be celebrating yourself or even have confidence in what it is that you do. And it's just like, Oh, you better not get too happy or just know, like you need to remain humble and, and stay low. Yeah, and stay exactly. Like, Man, oh my goodness. Why do I have to be, why does humbleness mean that I have to think less of myself and remain in this small area or on this small playing small? Why I got to play small in the name of being quote unquote humble, I don't. Oh my goodness! I, I don't think you're preaching to me right now. I'm like, like I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Like, I had to learn that being humble does not mean thinking less of myself. It just means thinking of myself less. I can operate on a high platform, and I can operate in a very high high mindset, and know that I am worthy of this luxury lifestyle that I will have. I am definitely deserving um to have the love to have whatever it is that i want to happen in my business i'm deserving of all those things it does not mean that oh i gotta think less of myself and i can't operate on that on that platform no i'm operating at the highest level that i'm supposed to be operating on and i still can look at other people and say how can i help them and my platform can do that i can still i don't have to be selfish i can still have a a a huge heart and still have my hand out ready to give as well as receive. Man, and I yes. hate how our people have made, you know, oh, you got to be humble as in you need to be struggling. And you need to be, you need to play small. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it at all. 
Man, I um, man, I'm so glad. Like, if I could run around a football field like five <laughs> times, because you just said, because me and my, I had a friend, we just had this conversation, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not even gonna lie to you, that was like, I think that was like a micro, like internal struggle yeah. that I had, and my friends always had to tell me like, pop your shit. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, I'll, because I, I always feel like, like. I'll be like, man, I'm humble, but like, I don't like, I'm humble, but at the same time, like, I know who I am. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm yeah. humble yet aware. Like, yeah, I'm like, humble, but real. I know I'm like that now. Like, don't play with me. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's when I was telling my my homeboy, like, he kind of, I just put it like that. I mean, we keeping it nameless. So he yeah. was like. He kind of like lower energy, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like yeah. I, I, I've known him for a while. Like I grew up with him. So like that's why like I really still kick with him. Like we got a right. good rapport. But like he's kind of like low energy. So like when I'm like talking about my goals, like I can tell like it makes him like uncomfortable. And yeah. then it'll yeah. be times where like you know, like, oh, you need to be humble. And I really had to tell him the other day, like I was like, bro, like just because like I think of myself like like up here that doesn't mean that like i'm not humble you just need to get yourself up there because like i'm not gonna think like down there to make you comfortable like yeah if i'm thinking up here you gotta you gotta get up here with me because that's just how i feel but like if you take it like i'm being like some type of way or not like this is how i feel about myself like i'm sorry like yes i'm caught my shit (laughs) and you should i definitely feel like you should and this is going to roll over into talking about elevating because honestly your consistency and the hard work that you are doing and when it comes to your business it's going to come a point where everybody can't go with you yeah everybody can't go with you and so i think that i don't know if this is this is even a question but i'm just going to state what i was saying and you can you know say whatever afterwards but um jay-z was talking about how you know people always say you change you change and it's like i did not work this hard to stay the same they call you bougie yeah they call you <laughs> or like oh your homeboy is like oh man you know hey bro be humble now bring them down like but yeah i haven't i have the right to think of myself that way because i'm putting in work like i'm not the same the person that you knew yesterday i ain't that person today and right. It's okay to change. It's okay to transform. But when you have to sever those ties and cut those losses, I honestly don't even consider every priority that you lose a loss. Because if it's weight that I drop, then I'm not sad about not carrying weight around. You feel me? Like people on my hundred on my six hundred pound life ain't crying when they have their size no more because that weight was dead and it was heavy. And now I get to live a healthier, happier life. Right. And so, you know, as you continue to grow, as you continue to elevate, um, when it comes to hearing, oh, you changed or when it comes to hearing, oh, you bougie or releasing relationships, like how has those things changed for you since being in business for as long as you have? Or have you been able to keep the same friends or what has that looked like for you? Um, I would say because my circle, I don't keep too much friends so my circle real tight. So mm-hmm. everybody that like, I rock with, we've been down for a long time. So I wouldn't really say like people circle wise, but it it would be the people who I would say the same people that like some people that supported me back in the day. Yeah. Like now, like 
I'm bougie. You know what I'm saying? Or like it'd be things like that. And like it used to bother me because I feel like me starting, we're all like when you're starting like a business, you kind of like a people pleaser real quick. Like you're just trying to get like your, but like I had to transition like out that like there was a time period where like I just transitioned out of like I just wasn't trying to please people no more like it was like this exactly. this this was what it was and it's like it's either a yes or no because like our work our work showed you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying it's mm-hmm. like it reflected we got like a hundred something reviews on google like yeah. things like reflect so it's like at that point i just was like man like i'm not i gotta keep a standard and i really think my business helped me like a lot and grown because it really just helped me like really be stern on like things that like I stand on like if I say no I say no like if I say yeah like I say yeah so not really the family I'll say not really the friends but like I guess just really being aware that like the crowd I'm serving like is changing and still changing yeah and that's okay you get what I'm saying yeah exactly I definitely understand that I, I get exactly what you're saying I think that it's a beautiful thing to be able to recognize your own growth um, cause that's for one, I think we are a lot of times, a lot of people get caught up in the crowd and the numbers and the people, but it's just like, mm, where have I come from? Oh right. my, like, where have I come from? What do I see my growth being? Um, and looking back and realizing like, I'm not the same person that I was when I started. Right. Exactly. So exactly. when it comes to you, like you said, you know, the transitioning of your mind and, and being able to recognize your own growth, we talked about you expanding, your business so how what's that looking like what are you looking to get into it's been five years now so what is the next five years looking like for you yeah okay so um when I started my business I was real like intentional about like not trying to diversify too early Mm -hmm. so now is like the time where it's time to diversify yeah so the main the main engine that I'm running right now to try to get going would be uh my kids channel and just like learning system tools all that good stuff so what i'm going to do i told you about snatchy earlier like he's a lion he's a cartoon so i'm going to attach um i'm going to attach a couple other characters to him and i'm kind of going to take him to uh start his own brand kind of himself he's been attached to detailed diamonds for this long and he's still going to be recognized by detailed diamonds but now i'm going to like take him away add um some friends to him and yeah. allow them and their like cartoon presence to like influence like the younger generation like try to put out content and just really learn the material you know what i'm saying yeah. and yeah. really really try to like really tap in and find those like lost arts that got lost in like teaching and things like that and just try mm-hmm. to bring it back and try to have you know little charleston easter eggs in there too and just mm-hmm. Really trying to do it like for the culture, you get know what I'm saying? And yes, I, like I said, this this the passion point. Like detailing would be like the sub passion. So this okay. really the passion point. So I'm really doing those things, and like we talked about, like getting uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. this this really will be my uncomfortable journey. Like I'm really down for it because I I always want I I got a, a, a draw the kids, and I really really want to be a part of like something that helps influence them like in a positive way right as they get older you know something they can remember like have a rapport with that character like that's what I want yeah absolutely I absolutely love it um and I love that you're serving the children 
Um, and it's so rare to hear not only a male, but a black male um, want to serve in that area and let the children be his target audience. So I'm really curious to know what is your motivation behind wanting to, um, what is your motivation behind starting Snatchy and then also wanting to work with children and, and pour into that population? Because that is rare to hear. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's like the way I live, honestly, is like I'm always thinking about like the past generation, like in perspective, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people that really like really, really, really like suffered and things like that. Like mm-hmm. just for us to be like where we're at today. So it's like we owe those people yeah. to be like the best people we can be right now. Like Thanks. like anybody not going 100 percent right now is like slipping, like you're mm-hmm. letting some people down. So it's mm-hmm. like with me having that like fury to like really push myself and be what I got to be like the reverse of that is I want to I want to be like that older generation to like give back to the kids because I want them to be you know I want them to be the best they can be you get what I'm saying and they can't be the best they can be if we don't set like the example to be the best that we can be so yeah so it's like the only way like I really can achieve that is like achieving like this goal right here and just like it's just something about kids like they're so they're young they're innocent Mm -hmm. they're sponges Mm -hmm. it's like i really want to catch them at that like preschool to like i'll say like preschool to like maybe like fourth fifth grade like i really want to like catch that and how i plan on going about it um i'm probably going to assemble a team most likely Mm-hmm. of some like teachers that I know like you know people of my age and things like that, that I went to school with and I really just want to like sit down and like get the curriculum of like exactly what goes on in like those age groups mm-hmm. and just uh talk to my illustrator my uh my uh videographer and my uh just my person who uh put it all my animator and yeah. we just really like get to work on like you know platforms and really just like pushing it like not just a Charleston thing, like really out there. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So you grew up in Charleston, born and raised. Yeah, I grew up in Charleston. Um, I lived in Maryland for a little while. I was in the Merchant Marines. Mm-hmm. Then um, I came back here and yeah, I've been here since. Okay. So because I'm curious to know, like, was your, was your childhood in Charleston, um, kind of like had an influence on you want to give back to them as well what did that look like for you um because you know they try to say that Charleston is such a a place where things do happen but I love of the culture I love everything about it um so how do you feel like your upbringing um has a lot to do do you feel like your upbringing has a lot to do with what you want to do with children now um yes Cause mm-hmm. I would, I would say like, I would say like, I just never like lost sight. Like even when, like when I was younger, I always had like an interest in like, like art, like me and my brother, like we used to draw a lot mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. things like that. So I always had like an interest in art and I always had an interest in like, kind of like making like my own characters and like yeah. them like doing their own thing. Like even back in school, like, we had like projects like I remember one of my classes um they gave us uh just a blank book and like they said we could like make a book and like that was like the best project ever like 
Cause like I got to literally draw like all my um all my characters and all my illustrations, and I got to like write like a storyline behind it, and yeah. that was like the best project I could have. So it's like me still like holding that close, like not losing that, like me taking that to adulthood. Like that's that's really where I get like that push and really want to do like for kids, cause I just always held that like cartoon animation drawing like feel close to me. That's absolutely amazing. And I've probably said that this entire conversation. <laughs> yeah. But it's only because, like, listening to you talk is just really, it's mind-blowing. Like, absolutely mind-blowing. But I think that, not even I think, what you are doing is going to benefit so many children and is definitely going to benefit the Charleston area. And so I'm excited to see it all come to pass because obviously you're dedicated and committed to what it is that you're doing yeah it's definitely on the way like, yeah it's definitely on the way like no if ands buts about it yes I, yeah. i'm excited to see it i'm excited to hear about it and i might have to come back and do a follow-up interview yeah you know i'm gonna keep you in the loop <laughs> yes please do i yeah. will come down to charleston it's nothing to drive that little hour yeah over you doing we can do a live recording whatever but I will definitely be, ex- be excited to come out and be there. Um, what keeps you going? What keeps you focused um, when it comes to this? Because five years, let me tell you, businesses statistically in in like the first two or three years. Right. Yeah. And the fact that you started at 23 and you're still going, like what keeps you disciplined? What keeps you focused and saying, this is my baby and I got to take care of it? Like what keeps you there? And I, I think honestly is is really just like that like internal like pull like I'm really I'm really like an aware person like yeah aware of like my moods like I really try to get like detailed like of the mental like mm-hmm. like why do I feel like today I just oh noticed, my god that is me okay yeah then. like for real like today <laughs> I just noticed like I'm like okay like I get up usually at like four or five o'clock mm-hmm. and I'm starting to notice by like four o'clock i'm tired you get what mm-hmm. i'm saying mm-hmm. which results in like me doing less work being less productive so like in my head now because i've started i'm starting to see that i'm like okay how can we fix that because what ends up happening is that because i go to sleep around i might see i was off today so like but i didn't take a nap i forced myself not to take a nap so yeah. what ended up happening is like i'll wake up like around this time right here and then I'll be up all night mm-hmm. and then I have to wake up at like again at like four or five in the morning. So yeah. it's just it's just like a, a domino effect of like negativity happening when like, you right. know, things right. don't go the right way. So, yeah, absolutely. I love the self-awareness. It's definitely needed. Um, I want to ask you one more question and then I'm going to let you go but um what books are you reading now because that's just so it's so rare to hear people actually read books these days so what books are you reading am i reading all right so i just got done um what did i just get done reading um um which book was that okay so scratch that i just forgot what i got done reading but right now oh that's what it was okay so i read uh i just got done reading power versus force okay um right now i'm reading the alchemist have you ever heard of that book? i've heard of the alchemist and i heard it's a really good book 
it's a it's a real it's a real good purposeful book like okay. tells you basically to like go find your treasure and it's like you gotta do what you gotta do to find your treasure um i've read all of not all of i've read a good bit of uh, robert green's books um like the guy who writes the um 48 laws of power okay um i've read uh the law of human nature mm-hmm. art of war um yeah. i read david goggins book uh can't trust me i read Charlemagne god's book oh. um i've read i read like mystery books here and there just to kind of change it up um i read a book called relentless it's um about kobe bryant it's his uh his coach or the guy who used to train him he's basically just talking about like his mindset and like how he was and like kobe was crazy so like <laughs> yeah those are those are really like basically like in a nutshell that's like a couple books i read i'm i usually have a goal like this year i'm not gonna lie to y'all like this year i didn't achieve my goal yeah i have like i was supposed to read 50 books and i like came up short like seven so i kind of like i can't like celebrate you know right but but i'm like cranking up next year so the first quarter i'm trying to read um i'm trying to read 18 books i forgot how i broke that down like yeah i think i was trying to read like i don't know but i know like this first quarter like i have to read 18 and then the next quarter i believe it's like 18 and I think one one quarter is twenty and one is twenty. So like, I don't watch TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't watch TV. How like, are you reading these books? Because I just want to know. Like, I'm glad that your goal was fifty, but I don't think I've read fifty books since I graduated college, high school. Yeah, no, see, yeah, you high gotta, you gotta stick to and it. that was ten years ago. But I mean, you know, we got different. We got different, different paths. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what in the world? But okay, so you don't watch TV. What I mean, I watch TV. Strategies are you using to keep your life on track? Because this is very interesting. Yeah, well, let me clear it up real quick. I do watch TV, like in my leisure, but it's like I don't like. For instance, like uh, people talk about the things like power and Mm -hmm. I don't know what any of those things are. Like I promise you, I don't. But it's like I'll watch certain things that, like when I, uh really need a rest break like i'm conscious mm-hmm. i need a rest break like yeah i'll chill out i watch tv things yeah. like that yeah but um you asked me what do i like do just to find balance well yeah what is your like what is your day-to-day or either your routine looks like because it's obvious that you know you're very driven you're very yeah. um disciplined so does the i mean I don't want to say, you know, some people just work around the clock and they don't have a social life or they don't take time to have fun or whatever. And, you know, if that's your routine, then that's good and fine. But what yeah. <laughs> what strategies are you using to, like, have that work-life balance and keep yourself on track, but also, you know, give yourself that time to know that it's okay to come down? Yeah, well, I have a family. So okay. that's one thing that keeps me balanced. Um we'll we'll like do things um like intentional sundays and things like that like we'll intentionally like go out and do some things um generally like when i'm when i'm home when i'm home and like it's see and i'm still trying to find a balance of that too like sometimes when i come home i like feel like i'm clocking into like a second job but Mm -hmm. then sometimes i like wind wind down and just try to like get right with my kids but i take off like wednesdays i take off sundays and like 
um, probably like every two weeks I might take off an extra day of the week. So those are really like the times where I try to get like real intentional with them. Yeah. But as far as like outside of the fam, like, I mean, shit, I got my homeboys, like my main homeboy, shout out to Reek, by the way, he like, um, he lives in Atlanta. So I'm really like back and forth to Atlanta because I don't work on the weekends like that. Like I'll work like, I work like some Saturdays, but I don't really like working on the weekends at this point no more. Yeah. So um, generally like I'm in Atlanta probably like every, every month or, you know, going somewhere else. We went to Miami this year. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll say because I'm in Charleston, like I appreciate Charleston. Like Charleston, Charleston's a move for like you know a lot of people coming here for real. But okay. like because I'm here, like I try to like have my fun like elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Of and course. then like, of course. Yeah. And then when I'm home, it's just like grind time, and that's like the time. Like I always like coming back from wherever I um wherever I was because it's just mm-hmm. like all right. So it's like it's like a refresh. Exactly. Like, a refresh. Yes. For yes, sure. I need that. Like, I yeah. need that. So, generally, when I'm in the city, I say day to day. Like, my schedule is kind of crazy. Like, and that's why right now, like this year, I'm really uh looking to like outsource like a lot of work. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm still going to be hands on on, but there's a lot of things I'm gonna try to outsource too, just yeah. so I can kind of free up my time. And like, that's what I was about to ask you. That was one of the things that I meant to ask you earlier. What? Who's helping you do these these detailing things? Like, do you have a team? Are you detailing cars by yourself? Do you have people that work for you? Like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, we got a uh, we got a little small team right now. Um, okay. my main guy Chelsea, shout out to Chelsea. He mm-hmm. uh he with me on like my day to day grind. Um, so that's really like my front guy. Mm-hmm. And um, we have uh we have some junior. We call them junior diamonds because they're like a little younger. Okay. But uh, we generally have them come like because we have some contracts that like we take care of like on the weekend. Yeah well they take care of so mm-hmm. like they'll uh chelsea will like take some of our younger uh diamonds out there and like get them right so we got right now like three uh three younger junior diamonds and then mm-hmm. we got chelsea on like the full time and um this year right here though i'm looking on maybe getting like a part-time guy like mm-hmm. older guy just to try to catch some uh some of our maintenance clients Right. Just try to, you know, bring more revenue in uh per month. Okay. Yeah. All right. That is absolutely if I say absolutely amazing one more time, I'm <laughs> I'm really amazing. But <laughs> that is really what's up though, for real. I mean, you are doing an amazing job and I'm not gonna lie, I just pulled up your um your Facebook. Y'all better go to um detail time and right? Say so. Tell them what it is. Out there removing polish and stain <laughs> dirt, y'all take y'all car to Charleston and go get y'all some seafood while y'all over there. I'm just Please saying. Please come get the crabs because they love their crabs. Listen, I tell you all the time, I'm a crab head, not a crackhead, a crab head. <laughs> I love me some crabs. But <laughs> you are doing an amazing job. Everything that you are doing, I just cannot wait to see you expand your business, continue doing what you're doing, continue to grow. Because as long as you remain aware of what it is that you're doing and aware of who you are, it's only up from here. Like, I mean, let me bring Midnight back down to Charleston. (laughs) Because she needs some love and attention. Come holler at me, man. You know, I got you. I got (laughs) you. Sure. I am definitely, I appreciate you for even being on for real. I appreciate you for having me. 
Yes, you've given me so much insight. Like, I'm about to go look up animals. Like, what animal can I get in tune with? I need to get in tune with an animal. Because Man, you gotta just, you gotta just like see what you gotta do is like, mm-hmm. you gotta just like just observe. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you just gotta watch how they move. Like, mm-hmm. like they know when it's time to eat. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nobody has to tell them. And it's like the funny thing about it is if you look at a lion pack, like. None of them are talking, but they know when it's time to make formation. Yeah. It's, they hungry. That's intuition. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. you just got to watch how they move and just, yes. just pay attention. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Well, I can't wait to see you do everything that you have planned. Um, I pray that you, you know, continue all of your endeavors. And I wish you the best in all of your endeavors. We are definitely going to be in contact. Yeah. Um, Tell the people how they can get in contact with you. Where can they see you at? Um, your YouTube, give them your Facebook, give them your your information on how to where you'll be when you're washing cars, all that. Tell them, tell them, tell the people how to get in contact with Mr. Justin Drake. Man, I got you. I appreciate those uh blessings though. I received mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But yeah. uh how you guys can find me, uh Detailed Diamonds, we're on uh shit, our website, www.detaildiamonds.net. Our Facebook is a uh, detail diamonds 2.0 our instagram is detail underscore diamonds 11 if you uh search detail diamonds on youtube you'll find us just look for uh snatchy the lion as our logo um we're mobile so if you guys need us like i said we're in the charleston area uh just give us a call we'll pull up on you appointments only and we'll get you taken care of it's the diamond way of course it's the diamond way y'all heard (laughs) Y'all heard I'll thank y'all for listening. This has been an amazing episode. And I really hope that y'all took something from anything that Justin said, Justin or I said. Um, yeah. This you is said some gems. Yes, definitely gems were dropped. So if y'all ain't catch them diamonds, I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all must be <laughs> used to picking up 10 cans or something because these gems was dropped. So we gave it to y'all. Y'all can either take it or not. Right. But um, it's been great, Justin. We will be in touch. I hope yeah, you have yeah. an amazing night and an amazing new year. I know great things are happening and taking place, and I will definitely be in support of it all. Yeah, happy new year to you too. Stay in touch with me. I'm definitely uh looking on coming back soon. Yes, yes, I will do. So. I will do so. Um, all of my followers, this has been another episode of Shawana Speaks. Make sure y'all share this podcast um with somebody. I'm sure you've taken something from it and I'm sure they can use it too. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Y'all have a great day, night, or whenever you're listening.